so we've been discussing the Iman in the Day of Judgment and we mentioned several of the topics so far. Tonight then we come to the section regarding the weighing scale on the Day of Judgment. Because on that day, all of your deeds, your actions are weighed up. Your good deeds on one side and your bad deeds on the other side. That is known as the wasn't Al-Wazn, the weighing scale, the balance on that day. Al-Mizan, or Al-Mawazin in the plural. So Al-Mizan, the weighing scale, the balance, مَا تُوزَنُ فِيهِ الْأَعْمَالُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ That is the weighing scale in which the deeds are weighed up on the day of judgment. وَالْوَزْنُ يَكُونُ بَعْدَ الْحِسَابِ And the weighing scale, it occurs after the accountability. The accountability that we spoke about in the last session The accountability which is of two types we mentioned. And what are those two types of accountability? Hands up if you remember. Nobody. The two categories, the two types of accountability. So there was one known as Al-Ard and there was one known as Al-Munaqasha. Al-Ard was when your deeds are presented to you, you acknowledge them, you accept them, but then it is said to you, Allah says, Just as I conceal them for you in the world, I forgive you for them now. And you're allowed to pass. But the other type of accountability is where your deeds are looked into in detail. مَنُّوقِشَ الْحِسَابِ هَلَكْ As the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Whoever is debated over his accountability, analyzed into his accountability, then he will be destroyed. That happens initially, the accountability. Then happens this 
المِيزان The weighing scale comes then. يَقُولُ الْإِمَامُ الْقُرْطُبِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ قَالَ الْعُلَمَ وَإِذَا انْقَضَ الْحِسَابِ كَانَ بَعْدَهُ وَزْنُ الْأَعْمَالِ When the accountability is done, then after that is the weighing of the deeds. As the scholars mentioned, as Al-Imam Al-Qurtubi said of them, لِأَنَّ الْوَزْنِ لِلْجَزَاءِ فَيَنْبَغِي أَنْ يَكُونَ بَعْدَ الْمُحَاسَبَةِ Because the weighing of the deeds, that is then, for the accountability to occur. And so it is appropriate that the weighing of the deeds for the accountability to then take place upon them occurs after the initial hisab, the initial accountability of your deeds. Now is where the recompense will occur upon your deeds. So you see exactly what is happening with your deeds. The good and the bad and the weighing scale, it's all there, quantified for you. You can see your recompense, what it is upon. So that weighing scale of the deeds, it occurs after the hisab, after the accountability of the two types that we mentioned. فَإِنَّ الْمُحَاسَبَةَ لِتَقْدِيرِ الْأَعْمَالِ وَالْوَزْنُ لِإِظْهَارِ مَقَادِيرِهَا لِيَكُونَ الْجَزَاءُ بِحَسَبِهَا The accountability is to highlight your deeds and what you've done, your sins, etc. The weighing scale is then to quantify that to see exactly where the weight is in terms of the good deeds and the bad deeds, and for the recompense to then be dealt upon your exact balance. There are a few issues to mention regarding the weighing scale. The first of them, How many weighing scales are there on the Day of Judgment? Is it only one balance, one weighing scale, or are there multiple weighing scales? Anybody? Those who are living in the east and the west of the earth, any answers? You know, because of the setup here, either you should move this table forward slightly in future, or everybody should sit in the central section of the masjid. Bear that in mind next time the organizers here, either put the table forward, or if it's going to stay here, everybody should come away from the sides into the center for next time. But any answer on that then now? Is it multiple weighing scales on that day? Or is it just the one? 
Mufrad, but it comes in the Quran in plural too. So, there is a difference of opinion between the scholars as to whether it is only one weighing scale on that day or if there will be multiple weighing scales on that day. فَقَالَ قَوْمٌ إِنَّهَا مَوَازِينُ مُتَعَدِّدَةِ فَلِكُلِّ أُمَّةٍ مِيزَةٍ So some of the scholars, they said that there are multiple weighing scales on that day. And they said that is because every ummah will have its weighing scale. So all of the people of Nuh alayhi salam, when their deeds are weighed up, they have a weighing scale for all of the people from the ummah of Nuh alayhi salam. Then there is a weighing scale for all of the people of Musa alayhi salam, for their deeds to be weighed up there. And there is a weighing scale for the people of Ibrahim alayhi salam, the people of Isa alayhi salam, the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi sallam. Every nation has their weighing scale and those nations, that ummah of that particular prophet or messenger goes to its section and their deeds are weighed up in its weighing scale. That is an opinion of some of the scholars. Others, they said, there are multiple weighing scales, but they gave a different explanation. They said there are weighing scales that there is a weighing scale for every category of deeds. That your prayer is balanced up in a particular weighing scale. Some other action of yours, then you go and balance that in another weighing scale. That there are scales categorized in terms of the different worships. So you don't do all of your balance in one scale. Certain deeds here, certain deeds there. That there are scales for each act of worship or each type of worship. Others, they said, there are multiple weighing scales on that day, but they explained it as every person will have his own weighing scale. That on that day, when your deeds are weighed up, then you personally, each person, person goes to his specified weighing scale for his deeds. Every person goes and has a balance, a weighing scale for their deeds. Not a shared one that everybody goes upon. That is an opinion of some of the scholars. And the reason why they have the opinion that there are multiple weighing scales on that day, is because of the Qur'an, there are evidences in it. So the ayah in Surah Al-Anbiya 47, 
And we will put down the weighing scales of justice on that day. In the Quran it says we are going to place the weighing scales, plural in the ayah, mawazin, al-mawazin, which is the plural in Arabic, not the singular. Therefore, very clearly from the ayah, it is indicating there are multiple weighing scales that are going to be put forth on that day, because the word used in the ayah is a plural. Very straightforward evidence to indicate that there are multiple weighing scales on that day. However, the other opinion of the scholars is that there is only one weighing scale on that day. Only one balance on that day. For all of the ummas, all of the umam, all of the nations, all of the people, all of the types of actions, there is just one weighing scale on that day where the balance is done for everyone. And they use the hadith of Salman as an evidence where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, يُوضَعُ الْمِيزَانُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ فَلَوْ وُزِنَ فِيهِ السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضُ لَوَسِعَتُ That on that day, the weighing scale will be put forth. And if the heavens and the earth were weighed in it, it would be spacious enough, it would be able to take that. The point in the narration is that the wording says the weighing scale in the singular form. The weighing scale, the balance, will be put forth on the day of judgment. So the hadith is very clearly stating that it is just the one balance, the one weighing scale that will be put forth on that day. But then how do this group of scholars who say there is only one, explain the ayah in the Qur'an, where it mentions the plural word, that there are multiple balances on that day. How do they explain that ayah? But they say there is only one weighing scale, that's it. So how do they explain the ayah which says there are weighing scales? The two sides of the weighing scale you mean? But that is still one weighing scale. You could not refer to that as multiple scales. 
or balances in the Arabic language, it would not refer to the two sides. That's correct. Min ta'zim. That because it is a mighty thing, a magnificent thing, the weighing scale on that day, which is absolutely precise, it's being spoken about in the plural form, even though it's only singular. One of the closest things in English, just to highlight what that means, is what they call the royal we. The royal we. When you say we, uh, we did this and we did that, and actually you're just talking about yourself only. You're talking about a singular person, but you refer to them as a we. Just out of whatever your reason may be, but they know that as the royal we. You use the plural, even though it's the singular you intend. So that is possible. That the plural word is used in that ayah, purely to indicate the magnificence of the weighing scale. Not to actually indicate there are multiple weighing scales. Possibly. So there is a difference between the scholars on that point. The second issue to take note of here, the weighing scale on the day of judgment where your deeds are balanced, good on one side, bad on the other side, that is a real actual weighing scale that has the two balances, an actual real weighing scale that has the two balances. One side where the good deeds are put in and the other side where the evil are put in. And then it becomes heavier or lighter just as a weighing scale, a balance with two sides to it does. It is a real balance like that. The details of it and what it looks like, of course all of that is from the unseen, we don't know. But enough to say, that it's a real weighing scale with two sides to it and a central section to it, like a real weighing scale. The details of what it looks like we don't know, but that it's a real weighing scale we do know. And that is to oppose, or in opposition rather, it is in opposition to the people of innovation some of them who claimed that there is no real weighing scale on the Day of Judgment. There is no real balance, they said. There is no such thing where your good deeds are put down on one side and your bad deeds are put down on the other side. There is no real weighing scale, they said. This ayah and this hadith, the weighing scale that is being mentioned within them, is purely to illustrate the justice of Allah on that day. Very much like the courts in this country and maybe other countries too, the courts symbolically have 
the weighing scale as their logo, even in some of these courts on the front of the court, at the top engraved or sculpted into the building is a picture of a weighing scale because that indicates justice. The people of innovation say the same thing basically. That the weighing scale isn't real. There's no real such thing on the day of judgment where you're actually going to weigh up your deeds. It just means that Allah's going to do justice between people. That your good deeds and your bad deeds are all going to be taken into accountability and justice will be done. That's it. There's no actual weighing scale where your good deeds get put in and your bad deeds get put in. That's what they say. And that is a misguidance and a deviation from the truth. The truth, as Ahlu Sunnah have mentioned from the evidences, is that there is an actual weighing scale on that day, with two sides to it, where the good goes in and the bad goes in, and then it becomes heavier or lighter on either side. An actual weighing scale. In the Qur'an, Allah mentioned, وَالْوَزْنُ يَوْمَ إِذِنِ الْحَقِّ That the weighing on that day, it is truth. The weighing on that day, it is truth, it is real. In Surah Al-A'raf 8 and 9, other evidences, to show that it is a real weighing scale on that day, who can give us one? And if nobody can give us one, but then I give you one, and you happen to end up knowing it already, then what's going to happen? Hmm? An evidence that the weighing scale is real on that day, an ayah from the Qur'an. Everybody knows it. فَمَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةٍ رَاضِيَةٍ وَمَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَأُمُّهُ هَاوِيَةٍ جُزْعَمَّا everybody memorized it. فَمَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ Whomsoever his weighing scale becomes heavy, indicating it's a real weighing scale where the deeds are put in and it becomes heavy and it becomes light. Because the next ayah says, and whomsoever his scale becomes light. light. One becomes heavy, one becomes light. The good doer, the bad doer. Indicating that it is a real weighing scale on that day, where your deeds will be placed within. A hadith. Easy one again that everybody will know. The 40 hadith of Imam An-Nawawi. Everybody is familiar with that. Many people here will probably claim they have completed that and done it all. So if that is the case, give us your evidence from it. Hadith al-Bitaqa is in Arba'in and Awi. You have a copy I don't have. 
Kalimatani. The narration is there that speaks about the two words Kalimatani Khafifatani ala lisan Faqilatani Filmizan. Two words that are easy to say upon the tongue, light upon the tongue, but heavy in the weighing scale. Indicating again, it is a real weighing scale. And then the hadith mentions Habibatani ila Rahman, and those two words are beloved to Ar Rahman, to Allah, and they are Subhanallah wa bihamdih, and Subhanallah al Azim. Also, Alhamdulillahi Tamla'ul Mizan Alhamdulillah fills the weighing scale. Hadith. Alhamdulillahi Tamla'ul Mizan. Hadith in Muslim. So these are all examples indicating that it is an actual weighing scale with two sides. The third issue to mention here. What actually gets put into the weighing scale? What actually gets put into the weighing scale. Uh-huh. The first and most obvious answer is your book of deeds because the angels they write down and they record everything you do. All of it written down in your book of deeds. So, that is a correct answer. That the book of deeds, they will be placed into the weighing scale. And the most famous narration perhaps to prove that is now Hadith al-Bitaqah, as it is known as. The Hadith of the scroll, the Hadith of the parchment, the hadith of the paper, what you wish to understand it as in English. And that is the hadith regarding a man on the day of judgment who will come forth with many, many evil deeds. And they will all be on one side, but his one good deed will be on the other side. And then the weighing happens. In the narration it mentions... رَجُلٌ مِنْ أُمَّتِي عَلَى رُؤُوسِ الْخَلَائِقِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ That there will be a man from my ummah uh, on the day of judgment uh, ahead of the people فَيُنْشَرُ عَلَيْهِ تِسْعَ وَتِسْعِينَ Ninety-nine scrolls are placed forth upon him. كُلُّ سِجِلْ مَدَّ الْبَصَرِ Every one of those scrolls, as far as the eyesight can see. One scroll, as far as the eyesight can see. And he has 99 of those, every one of them reaching out 
as far as the eyesight can see, all of them filled with evil. All of them filled with evil. ثُمَّ يَقُولُ لَهُ So then Allah will say to him, أَتُنْكِرُ شَيْئًا مِنْ هَذَا Do you reject any of this? All of those evil deeds in those scrolls. أَظَلَمَكَ كَتَبَتِ الْحَافِظُونَ Have my... The writers, the guardians, the angels oppressed you? Have they written what you didn't do? Have they oppressed you? The writers, the angels who wrote your deeds? So then he says, No, my Lord. The man accepts, acknowledges and knows. So then Allah says, أَفَلَكَ عُذْرٌ أَوْ حَسَنَةٌ Do you have any excuse or any good deed? Those 99 scrolls were all evil deeds. So it is said to him, Do you have any good deed or any excuse? فَيَبْهَتُ الرَّجُلُ وَيَقُولُ لَا يَا رَبِّ The man is left in a state where he has no answer. He says, my Lord, no, that I have nothing to show. No good deed, I have nothing, my Lord. فَيَقُولْ بَلَى إِنَّ لَكَ عِنْدَنَا حَسَنَةٌ It will be said, rather, you do have a good deed with us. وَإِنَّهُ لَا ظُلْمَ عَلَيْكَ الْيَوْمِ and there will be no oppression upon you today. فَيُخْرَجُ لَهُ بِطَاقَةٌ فِيهَا أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَأَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ So then this one parchment is brought out. And on that it says, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Muhammad Rasulullah, meaning the shahadatain, the man despite all of those evils had died upon tawheed, he had died upon tawheed at the end, فيقول أحضر وزنك, so then it is said, bring forth your balance, فيقول يا ربي ما هذه البطاقة, مع هذه السجلات He will say, my Lord, what will this one parchment, this one paper, what will it do with all of those 99 scrolls, each one as far as the eyesight can see? What will this one scroll do against those 99 in the weighing scale? فيقول, and it will be said to him, إِنَّكَ لَا تُظْلَمْ You will not be oppressed. You will not be oppressed. قَالْ فَتُوضَعُ السِّجِلَّاتِ فِي كِفَّةِ وَالْبِطَاقَةِ فِي كِفَّةِ So then those 99 scrolls are placed on one side of the scale. 
and his one parchment, one paper, one scroll, with the shahadatain upon it, tawheed that he died upon, unto the other side of the scale, the other side of the balance. فَطَاشَتِ السِّجِلَّاتُ وَثَقُلَتِ الْبِطَاقَةِ the 99 scrolls, they fly up, and that one piece, it becomes heavy. The shahadatain. قَالْ فَلَا يَثْقُلَ اللَّهِ شَيْءٍ And then it is said, nothing overcomes the name of Allah. That this person, despite a life of evil, 99 scrolls of evil, in the end he died upon Tawheed. Died upon Tawheed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Perhaps accepted Islam at the end of his life, but died upon Tawheed. And as a consequence of that, it saves him and it outweighs all of those 99 scrolls. The point of the narration being what is placed into the weighing scales, your scrolls of good deeds and bad deeds. The good deeds on one side and the scrolls of the bad deeds on the other side. And then the balance occurs, straightforward. That is one opinion of the scholars and that is one of the evidences as you can see. There is another statement of some of the scholars that it's not just the scrolls. There is something else that goes into the weighing scales. They said what? They said you yourself are placed into the weighing scale. You yourself are placed into the weighing scale. أَنَّ الَّذِي يُوزَنَ الْعَمَالِ نَفْسَهَا وَهَذَا ظَاهِرٌ نعم. So the one that is, or rather, أَنَّ الَّذِي يُوزَنَ هُوَ الْعَامِلُ نَفْسُهُ That the one who is weighed is the person himself. And the evidences for that, in Surah Al-Kahf 105 and the hadith which is in Al-Bukhari and Muslim that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said إِنَّهُ لَيَأْتِ الرَّجُلُ الْعَظِيمُ السَّمِينُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ that a big big man Physically large man will come on the day of judgment. لا يزن عند الله جناح بعوضة. He does not weigh. He does not have the weight of even the fly of a mosquito. Even though he's a big man. Does not weigh even the amount of the wing of a mosquito. And then the Prophet ﷺ said, اِقْرَأُوا إِنْ شِئْتُمْ Read if you will. فَلَا نُقِيمُ لَهُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَزْنًا That we will not establish for them any weight on that day. Those wrongdoers, they will have no weight in their good deeds. 
But the point being here, it's being spoken about the big man himself going into the scale, but not weighing anything, indicating the people go in. There is another famous hadith where Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu one time climbed up a tree to pick some fruits for the other companions who were there at the time too. So as he climbed up the tree to pick the fruits, a gust of wind blew his clothes, blew his thobe, his garments, and so his legs became visible, his shin became visible, as you can imagine, climbing up a tree, a gust of wind blows your thobe, your shins become visible. And the shins of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud were very thin. And so the companions actually found it amusing that his legs, his shins are so thin, they were very thin. They were finding it amusing. The shins are so thin. So when they found that amusing, the Prophet ﷺ said to them, وَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِهِ لَهُمَا أَثْقَلُ فِي الْمِيزَانِ مِنْ أَحَدَ By the one whom my soul is in his hand, they, the two thin legs of Ibn Mas'ud, they will be heavier in the weighing scale than Mount Uhud itself. Indicating that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud is placed into the weighing scale, the person themselves is placed into the weighing scale. The third opinion as well, the third statement as well, is that your deeds themselves directly go into the weighing scale. That's a little bit different to the first opinion that said it is your scrolls with your deeds written in them. This opinion says no, not your scrolls where the deeds are written in, the deeds themselves. This is a little more difficult to comprehend because when you pray and then you walk away, where is your prayer? Is it something there now you can see your prayer that you've just prayed? So that's a bit more difficult to comprehend, but it is there. The evidences indicate it, that the actual deeds Allah will decree it such, that they will somehow directly go into the weighing scale. And there are evidences to indicate that some of those we've already mentioned, kalimatani khafifatan, the two words that are very easy to say, they will be in the weighing scale, doesn't mention they... The scrolls where they are written will be in the weighing scale. In the narration it says, ثَقِيلَتَانِ فِي الْمِيزَانِ They will be heavy in the weighing scale. Alhamdulillah تَمْلَأُ الْمِيزَانِ The statement, Alhamdulillah, it fills the weighing scale. It doesn't say the scroll where Alhamdulillah is written fills the weighing scale. Alhamdulillah fills the weighing scale. أَثْقَلُ شَيْءٍ فِي الْمِيزَانِ الْخُلُقُ الْحَسَنِ 
The heaviest thing in the weighing scale will be the good mannerisms. The good manners and behaviors and etiquettes. Hadith doesn't say the scrolls where they are written in. The manners, the etiquettes, the morals, the behavior itself directly mentioned. And so that is a legitimate opinion also. The reality is all three of these opinions are legitimate. And they are not opinions that oppose each other. Rather all three combined. So yes, the scrolls of the people are placed into the scales. But on top of that, maybe the person himself is put into the scale. And perhaps the deeds somehow themselves also go into the scale. All of that is correct and valid. So it's not a case of which opinion is correct from those three. All three are correct. All three could occur. Any questions up to that section there? So your homework for the next session is going to be to bring us an answer to a question you may think is obvious, but it's not obvious. What good deeds will go into your good side of the weighing scale? What good deeds? And I don't mean name different types of worship. So I don't bring a list, prayer, zakat, hajj. I don't mean a list of the worships. I mean types of good deeds. What types or what, where would these good deeds come from? One is an obvious answer. The obvious answer, of course, is the good deeds that you do. All the good deeds you do, sincerely for Allah, upon the sunnah, will go into your good side, the good deeds on that side of the scale. But then after all of them have gone in, there are more good deeds that still go in. But what could they be? Because all of your good deeds that you've done, they're in. After that, there are still more good deeds to come from elsewhere. What are those other good deeds to come for you from elsewhere? That is the homework. To go and investigate that. And the answer isn't just one thing, multiple. The other good deeds after the obvious, your own good deeds, that's obvious. But after that, what else from elsewhere goes into your good deeds? That is your homework for two weeks. In two weeks time, inshallah ta'ala, everybody research, everybody have a look and find out what else can go into your good side of the weighing scale. And to a degree, what else can go into the bad side of your weighing scale? Obviously, all of your 
bad deeds go into your bad side of the scale, but from elsewhere. What else could go into that? So it's the question of elsewhere. Outside of your actions, what else has an impact on the balance and weighing scale for you on that day? Any questions then? You know, some people go the, when they go and bury somebody, uh, they, they read uh, like Surah Fatiha. Uh, is that an innovation or is there any belief for it? When people go and bury someone at the burial, they recite Surah Al-Fatiha. Is that a sunnah that you recite Al-Fatiha upon the deceased after you've buried them? I am not aware that it is a sunnah to do that. I am not aware that there is any sunnah for you to go and recite al-Fatiha to be reciting Qur'an at the grave of the deceased after burying him. There are many actions people engage in, particularly when it comes to janaiz, when it comes to funerals and burials. Of course, it is a time of emotion. And in particular, your own relative that has passed away, somebody close to you, maybe your direct family. It's a time of emotion and a time where a person wants to do all of the goodness they can do for that deceased individual such that the people may begin to engage in activities desiring good for the deceased, but those activities are not evidenced in the sunnah to be performed at the burial of a person. And there is a good book by al-Sheikh al-Albani on the topic, I think in English as well. And there is a book by al-Sheikh al-Ithaymeen on the topic, perhaps in English as well. So those are available to read about the janaiz and the funerals. Uh, also, in the books of fiqh, previously you remember here, we did kitab salah but we didn't do kitab al-janaiz here. It's been done elsewhere. You can search for audios on bulugh al-maram, the chapter of funerals. And it goes through multiple ahadith about what to do, what not to do during the funeral process. The washing of the body, the shrouding of the body, carrying the person to the grave, the burial process. Several ahadith mentioned in that. So you should perhaps have a listen to that for more detail too. Not weighing the ummah as one thing. The point of that opinion was that every ummah has a weighing scale. Then every individual of that ummah, one at a time, weighs on that weighing scale. But that they have a specific scale for their ummah. And then the people of this ummah, their scale over there. Not that the whole ummah is weighed. In one brother is asking a question. Uh, when you get married, on the first night, should... The prayer to Rakat with the wife is allowed or quiet? 
When you get married, he says, yeah, uh, you know, when you, someone get married mm. on the first night, mm. should they pray two rakat with their wife, and is it loud or quiet? Two rakat, loud or quiet? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to look. Somebody can do that for homework as well. It's an important topic everybody needs to know. Huh? So you have to check. Have a look. I don't know. Anything else? Alright, we'll conclude upon that then. In two weeks' time, we'll carry on with that part two on the weighing scale. Part two on the weighing scale. Finish off the other topics then regarding the weighing scale in two weeks' time, inshaAllah ta'ala. Wa sallallahu alayhi Muhammad ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Yes. 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 Yes.